Waiver Wired is presented for the people by Caesars Sportsbook, the greatest sports betting app of all time. Download it. It must be 21 or older. Welcome to Waiver Wired, the post Las Vegas episode. Uh, Jen Piacenti here alongside Eddie Spaghetti. Eddie, how you doing after the, the long weekend? It, it was very long. I think I crossed the threshold of staying in Vegas too many days, getting there Friday morning, <laughs> like at like nine or nine thirty. Um, then obviously our we had a weekend full of extra point stuff Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I did not get home until Tuesday. And me, much like a few others on our network, uh, Dave Hench, uh, I believe even Sal was delayed a little bit too. Uh, had a rough, rough travel day getting back just a short distance from Vegas to LA. But I'm glad to be back and uh, looking forward to this wild card weekend. Yeah, what do you think? Do you think it makes more sense for us to drive? Then fly. Yeah. yeah, I should have driven. It makes no sense why I didn't drive this time. Um, uh-huh. I, I ha- we had a lot of our equipment to record it. We had our Zoom board. We you know we did pods in uh, in Sal's room there uh, at the link. So I had like equipment, and the drive would have taken you know three and a half four hours without traffic. As opposed to me, like my flight, I got delayed a bunch of times and I had to rebook. Then my bag got delayed. Right. So I, had to, I had to drive oh. back to LAX at night. It was not good. No fun. Mine was actually pretty easy. It took off and landed on time. Sorry. I wish everyone had that. I, I, I do. I appreciate, by the way, that Sal stayed at the link with us and didn't go stay in like some high roller suite at like the yeah. win or something yeah, yeah, yeah. or at Caesars. Right. Sure, I mean, sure. like I was like, oh, he's down here with the people with us. I actually really like the link hotel. I do too. No. Um, I love the location. The location's the, the, amazing. That little new side alley they build all those like fun shops, restaurants. Yeah. Um, and then I, I like the lobby. How like the the sports book setup is great. I mean, we watched mm-hmm. easy on the, on the Saturday like, those big screens watching the mm-hmm. the Jaguars Titans games. A lot of fun. And then yeah, Sal stayed. Um, he had a suite in that room, so luckily he did though because we could all fit in there and all record. We had like you know eight of us in his uh, living room area. So it, yeah, it was a really good time. But you you failed to. You neglected to mention the most important, exciting thing about staying at the Link Hotel, and that is right next to your elevator bank, you have a choice of either a pizza vending machine or a cake vending machine. And that's right. I did. Um, <laughs> I did the first night. I was like, you know, it's been a long day. I'm getting a piece of red velvet. I don't know. It was like two o'clock in the morning. I've got a red velvet cake and I there's then there's no forks, but luckily I had packed a fork because I'm that kind of crazy person mm-hmm. like over plants. I had packed plastic forks for myself for this trip just in case. Smart. And thank God. Yeah. Thank God. I was able to eat it. I think like in my bed at two o'clock in the morning. It's just like a beautiful, disgusting. Uh, so you didn't you, you did not enjoy it because uh, oh, I loved I, it. Oh, you did. Okay, good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was so Yes, I awesome. used. Uh, I am guilty of using the pizza vending machine twice. Did you? Because you know, I didn't yeah. get a chance for that. Yeah, and it was uh, Jada's idea. The first night we saw it, and it was like more like the novelty. And then yeah. people, people sort of the crowd around us to be like, "I, I want to see what happens here. I want to see what this, what comes out." And my guess is like the, it just heats up. There's a whole slot full of this like you know boxed pizza. Uh, it wasn't bad. I think the first night was just a plane, and then night two um, we got like. Uh, some chicken. Oh, wait, so you went back? I, it wasn't just like it wasn't bad like, enough, I just like I tried it. You like I, I did no, try I it. I just she ate the slice. 
slices. I had a few bites of each. Um, I'm not a big nighttime eater. So I had a, like, I had a couple of bites of me being the, the New York pizza snob. I actually said it was surprisingly for vending machine pizza, surprisingly <laughs> not miserable. So uh, I guess it was worth it. As vending machine pizzas go, we recommend right. the one at the link. Um, yeah, the weekend was great. Um, we, if you haven't caught the live extra points pod that we recorded, it's an hour and a half long. I was laughing so hard at everybody else. I mean, I didn't have anything funny to say, so you can fast forward through my part, but, um, Damashek and Hench were killing me. I was in stitches. It was great. We had a football throwing contest. I threw a football for the first time afterward. I realized you probably shouldn't plant your feet before you throw. And I would probably yell that at a quarterback if I were watching them on TV, but somehow it didn't translate to me when I had a crowd of people around me, uh, you know, egging me on. Mm -hmm. So whatever, at least I threw it straight. There, there's so much to get into from this, this Vegas stretch. And, and first and for, foremost, I want to say all those who traveled in to, to see us, Absolutely. To, to participate in the live watch party. Um, and we'll get into that, that your, the TCU Georgia game, uh, a little <sighs> bit, but Let's not, uh, those yeah. who came to the watch party on Sunday for the games, obviously for those who stayed to watch Megan perform, uh, stand up less, uh, that night at the Kimmel comedy club. And then obviously the Monday, the live pod, the live pod, like you said, Jen, it was 90 minutes. It was pure laughter, whether it was a uh, parlay kid talking about Harry getting kicked out of Vegas and uh, Dave and and Hench going at each other. And I mean, it was just um, then then Harry coming out as H dog. Then obviously um, the football throwing contest at halftime that everyone. I think Parley kid had it right. I wouldn't have eaten the cake at Harry's wedding either. Yeah, he's probably laced it. I would um, and it was just, you yeah. know, it's just so great being with all with all you guys. Like Jen, like we were just talking off air, but like you live not so far south of us. We still don't get to hang as much. Mm-hmm. Hench, same thing. Hench is in LA uh, area, but he's just busy with his other stuff. So we never get to really hang together. And then this group, like, there's no bad blood. Everyone gets along. It's like swimmingly. <laughs> it's like a, it's like pieces to a puzzle. We had the best time. And um, again, I can't say enough about how awesome it's for all the fans to like, travel in, taking flights, coming. People come from different countries coming to hang out with us and. I've loved uh, our fans. I, I, I do too. And I don't want to give away anything, but I, I do think this may be the first of a few trips we have uh, in mind upcoming here. So hopefully everyone can see the extra points crew again soon. I hope so. I will say that um, one thing that always amazes me is when we get together, which is very rarely that everybody is exactly who they are on the <laughs> podcast. Yeah. Like there's just no, or it's just, there's no artifice. Like that's yeah. what it is. Like Dave actually is that way you could yeah. probably argue with dave about cereal being a soup on any given day yeah oh absolutely uh, and one more one more shout out again thank you to uh, crown royal thank you to the jimmy yes. kimmel comedy club for hosting us thank you to the link caesars uh omaha for turning around our stuff very quickly and getting it up for everyone to see mm-hmm. everyone involved like really uh, a tip of the cap to you for making an awesome weekend and if you didn't make miss if you didn't make it you missed uh the greatest weekend ever and shame on you you better put it on your calendar for next year yes that's all i'm gonna say Because we're going to have a lot of fun. All right. Um, Now, in the course of this um, live pod, we did brag a little bit about our fantasy postseason prowess. So I'm a little bit nervous about today's episode. But what we're going to concentrate on today is fantasy postseason. Because Eddie and I believe that fantasy football is something that you don't have to stop playing after the regular season. And instead, you can start with all these different ways to play Fantasy postseason, you can do it with your friends in a draft. I did one this morning on Sirius XM with my friends, Lindsay Road, Michael Fabiano, and James Roday, who was on our pod. Yes. We did a draft together and we drafted our postseason teams. I hate my draft. Hopefully we can do better. <laughs> you and I are going to do two different formats today. We're going to talk about a best ball format that we're going to do with our extra pods, 
extra points podcast group, mm-hmm. which we finished second place in last I know. year. Barely we, lost. we lost to the other football oh, podcast, uh, covering glory, Toby and Brett. nervous. Um, and then we're going to talk about our NFC, which we ended up taking third place in last year. We had a big finish. We got very fortunate. That one involves replacements each week. So mm-hmm. each week on the pod, we'll talk about who we're going to replace as we lose players because it's a player multiplier league. So if you're thinking of playing, um, you can definitely set up a league that's just like ours and fantasy postseason of your own. It's like $30 for the league. Um, and then you just set up the parameters you want. People can build, you can do best ball. You can do draft any way you want. In FC league, I think the entry is $50. Um, you have the potential to win $25,000 prize if you win it all. So I love playing it. It's a lot of fun. And it just keeps it rolling. Now, the beautiful thing about fantasy postseason is I think it's especially great for our network because it's not just fantasy. It's fantasy plus betting because every choice you make involves who you think is going to go further, who you think has the best matchup. And if they win, does it even matter if the matchup isn't good? You know, some quarterbacks have buys, so you're not going to get points from them in some formats. You will in the NFC, by the way. We'll talk about that when we get there. But there's just a lot of strategy. So you have to have a little bit of gut feeling, a little bit of betting acumen, and the fantasy prowess to go with it. And Eddie, that's that's what we do. So we're going to encourage everyone to join, and then they're probably going to beat us, and we're going to be embarrassed. I have a lot of faith in us again this year. Uh, last year, second place uh, amongst our crew. Um, that was just, you know, that was just learning the the whole, you know, the schematics of that was with the training wheels on. Now we're ready to go. Um, I am, you know, nervous. Our 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 group is smart. They're very good at, very uh, smart. at fantasy. So it is going to be tough. And like you said, it doesn't involve the betting aspect. So a lot of uh, big brains on our staff. But again, we're the fantasy pod. I think we're going to uh, take the crown this postseason. And I'm, I mean, we've talked about it for so many weeks. I'm, I've been looking forward to this. Uh, I know that we both made our teams, our, not teams, we both made our ideas for teams separately. We're going to combine them on this. I, I'm pretty sure, as always, we'll be pretty close to what we picked. But uh, I, I am really am looking forward to, to this uh, next stage of the fantasy season. I am looking here, and uh, we do have very similar picks. It's the same thing as last. I, I think like last year, team. like I remember last year, like, we debated like two players, and it was just like Darren um, Waller and like James Conner. So like we're okay, you know. So we're. I, I'm glad we're similar. You, I'm looking at your notes because I didn't see what I picked. So these same. notes yeah, are I did not for see Jens either. Yeah, yeah. These notes are for the extra points podcast league, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Not for the NFC. So we'll start with. Let's start with that. Let's just jump in, and we'll first. Quick headlines. We got to get to the headlines really quick. Then we'll do it. Mm-hmm. Tua and Lamar not expected to play on Sunday. We saw the line shift dramatically, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it was, was it nine and a half when they thought it might be Teddy or Tua? And now I, it's 13? Yeah, I think exactly. Um, I think the Ravens line was a little bit uh, smaller because they thought there was a shot that Lamar played Tua always right. seemed like a long shot. Um, and then, yeah, Teddy, you know, before we recorded with uh, with Ross Tucker uh, on minus three and he's uh, announcing that game uh, versus the Bills. And he was even saying, like, man, I really wish that Teddy Bridgewater was healthy to make it even more of a game. But even more so if Joe Flacco just beat Joe Flacco and the Jets just beat the Dolphins, getting the Steelers in makes us probably a little bit better game. Jen, I'm afraid that, you know, with Lamar out and with Tua out, I think these two games are going to be huge stinkers. I think this week is going to be a pretty boring week in football. And we need to think about that when we're setting our fancy yep. lineups. Maybe we're not going to get a lot of points. You know, where are the game totals on this? They're all okay. At least they're in the 40s. There's nothing yeah. under 40. But the highest game total right now, Giants and Vikings. And the Chargers-Jaguars, I think, could be a good one too. And there's a lot of fantasy goodness in there. 
I might hand out a few player props at the end of this episode too. So hang on guys, if you want to just play player props or play on a site uh, that allows you to play player props or player prop parlays, if you're not in a state that can play player props, um, it will also help with your DFS lineups. I hope I, who would you pick if you were picking one upset? So you have to pick them a money line win upset, not against the spread for this weekend. Who would it be? I get, I mean, I guess the giants are considered an upset. Uh, they're getting three points. I would, t- I would take the giants on the money line. I think the the first game showed me enough and the giants were less healthy than they were. They're getting back at George Jackson and they're getting back a healthy Xavier McKinney. That means easier time to blitz. If you're Wink Martindale and also Daniel Jones is playing the best football of his career. He's been super comfortable. That Colts game was a huge uh, boost of confidence. Vikings past is not great. And, you know, I still think the giants game plan is to let Saquon dictate everything. I think if Saquon doesn't, enough and you could just let Jones just, you know, hand it off. And that, that means the Giants are probably going to win this game. Um, but if Daniel Jones has to win this game, I think right now he's capable of doing that. And plus, you know, it's Kirk Cousins uh, in a primetime or must win game, which we know he has not been great in his career. So I do like the Giants a lot this weekend. I agree. That is my upset pick of the week. I think it's the Giants. I mean, you could also say the Jaguars, but as it's essentially a pick I'm not really sure. You know, you're not getting any value. On right. That. Yeah. They're home. They're the only home dog. Uh, it's a weird one, too. Um, you know, even with the charge on the road, that one I'm still undecided on. I, I think I'm go- slow, like leaning Chargers. I'm hoping that's a good game. I think we, I think, I think Giants Vikes will be a good game. I think Jags uh, Chargers will be a good game because I think the rest of them may, may be stinkers. And I, I have an interesting hot thing I, about that Jags Chargers game is that the Jaguars stopped the Chargers. 38 10 right like in week three week two or week three um but i think it's a different team because keenan allen wasn't there sure you know it was different I, I do think the chargers win if i'm picking i will pick the chargers just so you know when we get to our sheet um we will be doing our staff picks through the playoffs by the mm-hmm. way if everybody wants to play with us extrapoints.com slash arcade you can enter to compete with us um uh, so but i it's interesting i, I think Herbert just has a little more experience. I think they're a little bit better of a team, more consistent mm-hmm. of a team. Jaguars didn't look great in that win versus Tennessee. They got a little lucky. Their defense did some good stuff. That's exactly it, Jen. But, I was really hoping for a Jag, like home crowd. They're going crazy in Jacksonville. You got to come out there and you got to blow the doors off a team. You're, you're first in Josh Dobbs. And I don't want to take away from him. He's a magnificent guy off the field, uh, a super smart guy. And I, I know everyone read the story about him, but to like, he's a practice squad quarterback. Like that game should not have been as close as it was. Uh, reversely though. I'm, and I'm not sure your take on this. If you like to play players in week 18 who already have clinched, but Brandon Staley getting Mike Williams. injured. Uh, I mean, it's as bad as it gets. That, what a bonehead move. Yeah. And, and risking Mike Williams health, who now has a back contusion, who did not practice today. There's a piece of news. Yeah. Um, that's not great because you know what? The chargers are a lot better when Mike Williams is available. Totally. Just like my fantasy team was a lot better when my claims yeah. was available. But anyway, and no crying over spilled milk but, there. But that's, but that's why that game will be close is because now you yeah. have Mike, I'm injured Mike Williams. The Jaguars kind of barely, you know, won the AFC South and got in over that game, that sloppy game versus the Titans. So I don't love how either team was entering the playoffs, but based on pure talent and just the the track record of the the teams, I, I, I'm leaning uh, charges in a close Here's one. a player prop for you. There's two player props in that game I really like. One is Keenan Allen. I think his receiving yards prop is 72 and a half right now. 
Allen's seen 10 and a half targets per game since he returned from injury. I think it was week 11. It's been crazy town. And the Jacksonville Jaguars have allowed the sixth most passing yards to opposing quarterbacks this year. So, I, you know, we know Justin Herbert loves Keenan Allen, and especially if there's no Mike Williams, I would grab that value pretty quickly. Totally. The other one I really like is Travis Etienne. Etienne's been carrying the ball for an average of 15 times per game since James Robinson was traded to the Jets. And meanwhile, the San Diego, or sorry, Los Angeles Chargers <laughs> are allowing a league leading 5.59 yards per carry to opposing running backs this year. So simple math, you just add that up. It's like 84. But in addition to that, I just think it's smart because it, when they matched up, when I talked about that win 38 to 10, uh, James Robinson and uh, Travis Etienne, who's just the backup at the time, right. combined for like 145 yards. So they're going to they're going to stick with that. Uh, so I like the over there because I think it's only 71 and a half for Etienne's rushing yards. So just a couple to keep your eye on. Yeah, I definitely like that. Love the Keenan Allen, especially without Mike Williams. And, mm -hmm. and I do feel, you know, it's funny that uh, uh, we were talking before minus three that Dave was like saying, I wonder if the Jags now were like, man, I wish we had James Robinson because like that more ground and pound guy is opposed to Travis Etienne. But I, I, I do think Travis Etienne fits like, you know, their offense going forward more. So yeah. I do like him a lot in this. And he's been better. He's gone over this in three of the last four. Like he's been better. He's been healthier. Like I think there was question marks for a little while there in the middle, like, but he he seems like he's healthy. And look, they're going to be playing all out. They're going to be playing at home. Still think the Chargers win by a, by a hair. But, you know, this could be a close one. I'm with you. All right. Any other news? Raheem Mostert, broken thumb, doubtful for wild care. I don't think anybody cares because they're not going anywhere with Skyler Thompson at quarterback. Um, we should talk about the Eagles. They didn't look good. Right. They didn't look good at all on Sunday. Um, and I don't think Jalen Hurts is all the way right. I am, I cannot agree more with you. This is so. This is this is the number one thing affecting my decisions going forward with a lot of these uh, with Me our too. fantasy teams. Because when your head coach flat out says, I mean, we all remember that when the the injury initially happened, some people were saying, "Oh, he's done for the season. It could be a, a broken collarbone." It was they thought it was more severe than just a shoulder sprain. But then when your head coach comes out after a lackluster performance versus the Giants, like you said, again, the Giants are not even playing their backups. They're playing like third string. They, they call up guys in the practice squad. They were playing against them. And I, you could, yeah, you could argue that the Eagles are probably just playing a vanilla offense and they weren't really trying or, you know, to whatever extent. But when your head coach is saying that like, oh yeah, he's very injured. I, why? I don't know why I'm going to feel confident about them going forward. And let's just say that our prediction comes true that the, the Giants do beat the Vikings. I mean, uh, it makes me more enticed into looking at guys like Saquon Barkley or, you know, Graham Gano or uh, like going forward or even to mix the Giants defense, maybe if Jalen Hurts is injured. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm thinking about the Giants being in two games when I'm thinking about it. Now, that being said, that, that doesn't try, make me shy away from Justin Jefferson necessarily. Obviously, sure. we're going to talk about all this, right? Yes. Um but there's a lot to consider. And the other thing I think we're going to be considering a lot is it's really stacked towards the AFC side. It's really hard. Like mm -hmm. I really believe Joe Burrow can go all the way. I think Patrick Mahomes can go all the way. And I think Josh Allen can go all the way. And I right. want all those guys on my team. And I feel like it, whoever gets that side of the bracket, right. Is probably going to win. But right. I mean, you got like a 33% chance. I actually think it's like literally 33%. I don't think that because Patrick Mahomes' defense has issues, right? And they've been beat by the Bills. We didn't get to see the Bengals and the Bills play, but the Bengals, look what happened to them last year. They have a very, very good defense, a very underrated defense. And Joe Burrow is just on another level. So right. 
Yeah. And plus, and, and, and plus with how bad their offensive line was last postseason, we saw Burrow right. overcome getting hit a ton. Um, and, and I believe we both have the Bengals. I mean, our, our Super Bowl predictions were the Bengals. So I am team Joe Burrow. But like you just said, it's hard to, you know, put a roster together and be like, yeah, I'm not going to put Mahomes. I'm not going to put Josh Allen. I'm not going to put Jalen Hurts. So it's one of those things where I, I might, I, I don't want to go, you know, I don't want to stray from my pick of Joe Burrow. And I think I, Joe Burrow has a very good shot to be in the Super Bowl this year, but it's tough when you have those top end quarterbacks. And especially if Jalen Hurts's shoulder isn't, you know, maybe Nasirian is kind of fooling us, putting a smoke screen out there. Maybe he's great. And then we look dumb because he, he goes on and plays really well. So it's, but then it, conversely, what are you doing actually playing Brock Purdy? Who, by the way, could easily get su- uh, subbed out by Jimmy Garoppolo? We don't know. That's right? If you true. think it's the Niners, assuming you think it's the I think it's the Niners, it's the next most favorite if it's not the Eagles. But for God's sakes, who knows? Maybe it'll be Dak Prescott. There's it's possible. Just gonna say, Dak, if 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 Hertz goes I mean, down, let's let's just say Hertz is injured and he plays poorly again in round two versus Giants or Vikings. Then the best quarterback in the NFC side, and this is a point that Martin Weiss brought up in extra points, was Dak is the best quarterback. So that's despite last Sunday's performance. Let's yeah. not talk about that. And, and again, oh I think God. it's the same kind of thing as the Eagles. They were kind of, they knew what they're going to be slotted in. Yeah. I I, I'm so. not, I don't totally buy into it. It's not great to limp in, but it is what it is. I, I but I think that, you know, Dak, obviously the high interception mark, but I, I think when he's on, he's as good as anyone. And then the whole NFC side of the bracket changes depending on the shoulder of Jalen Hurts. So this is very interesting. And of course the, the whole, you know, the elephant in the room, Tom Brady, yeah. The Bucks own the Cowboys. All they have to do is get through this, and he str- he thrives. Even though they have a freaking losing record, it it infuriates me. They have a losing record, and they get home field advantage. But whatever, it is what it is. I know they're kind of beat up. That's helpful to Dallas, but Dallas is kind of beat up too. Sure. So it, I hope Leighton Vander Esch is back this week. I think that will make a big difference. Th- yeah. th- that looks possible. Um, but you know, there's. There's just a lot of question marks. And as far as value is concerned, when I look at the board for Super Bowl futures, the most tempting one is just to take Tom Brady. I think it's like 20 to one. I, my hot take of the weekend is, uh, and I'm not just saying this because, you know, I'm trying to be nice to you and Sal, but I, I really do think the Cowboys are going to blow the doors off the, the Buccaneers. God, so. A lot of people think I've like, been saying, oh, you know, Brady at home and, and, and he doesn't lose in a home playoff game and Dallas is struggling the road and you know, historically in the playoffs. But there's a difference between like the Cowboys being inconsistent and there's a difference between the Bucks just being a flat out bad team. Like, and I think, <laughs> I think we're not giving enough credit to when Dallas has been on, they've been awesome. And I think that the Bucks never really showed us an awesome stretch. Well, if we let, could just play the Vikings stretch. every week, you know, <laughs> yeah, that would exactly. work out well. So I just think, I think everything's going to go right for the the Cowboys in, in this game. I think Dak's going to have a really good one. I think CD Lamb's going to have a good one. I wouldn't even be surprised if Dalton Schultz scores. Um, the running backs, again, for fantasy, oh, yeah. ties into that. I, you know, uh, I love looking at the the rushing yardage of the touchdowns that Zeke and Pollard scored. And when Zeke, it's like one, 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 three, five, one, 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 ten. And then Pollards are like 50, 60, 30, 4. It's just all these. Um, so I don't know that that's a coin flip to me, but I just think everything's going to go right for them. I think Brady will be pretty lackluster and uh, it'll be a one and done for Brady. And I think the Cowboys will advance by a large margin. Oh, well, I hope you're right. I, I That's the game that I have yet to make up my mind on. I'm really because it's just the I, I know there's the mystique of Brady, but I think we have to focus on 2022 season, not like his his career. And this the Bucks team has just pretty been pretty meh. If there was one team in the NFC South besides the Bucks that like put it together for a few more games, like we wouldn't even be talking about this. The Cowboys would be playing, you know, the Panthers or the Saints and they'd be a blowout. Saints, so yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Okay, everybody, we'll be right back after this quick break. Have you been betting with the Caesar Sportsbook and Casino app? If so, keep it up because every bet earns with Caesar rewards. That means win or lose, you're getting closer to amazing perks like game tickets, free stays, bonuses, and more. And if not, well, when you get started, your first bet is on Caesars. Register with promo code Omaha Full and place your first bet up to $1,250. If you win, congrats. If you don't, you'll get your stake back as a free bet. 21 and older only, offer valid and must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Mississippi, New Jersey, New York, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, and Wyoming only. New users and first $10 or more wager only must register with an eligible promo code. Bet amount of a qualifying wager return only if wager is settled as a loss. Maximum bet credit is $1,250, must be used within 14 days of receipt. Tier credits and reward credits will be added to a account within seven days after qualifying wager settles. See Caesars.com slash promos for full terms. Void where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem? Arizona? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, Wyoming, Kansas, affiliated with the Kansas Crossing Casino. Call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Iowa? Call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana? Call 1-877-770-STOP. Licensed through Horseshoe, Bossier Casino, and Harris, New Orleans. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania, affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER, 1-800-426-2537. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY, that's 467-369. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right. Well, should we get to it? I think so. Let's do it. Okay. So let's start with our extra points playoff league. Sure. So explain how it works. Um, This is a best ball league. So all we do is each podcast is going to set their lineup and they may pick only one player from each team. Once that player is eliminated from the playoffs, that's it. You just get zero points, right? And then the team with the most points at the end wins. It's very, very simple. This seems much harder to me this year than it did last year because of the quarterback position. Exactly. And because the way I feel like they're all stacked on the AFC side. So... I see here your notes of who you like. You talk. I'm going to tell you who I put in. And then you talk back to me about your feelings. I chose Josh Allen as our quarterback. 
I, I, I put an Allen as well. I feel like he's a no-brainer, number one, because he has the chance of being the best quarterback in the playoffs. And the other uh, obvious answer is that he's playing in the wild card round. And this game is going to be a total breeze. Now, I, do I think this is the game where if Josh Allen goes off? Um, I think game script-wise, they're going to be running the ball a lot in the second half. I think it's going to be a blowout. But I think early on, just Josh Allen may hit you for you know two, three, four touchdowns, and then he'll be you know handing the ball the rest of the way. And I think that was this, my thought too. This to me is I, an easy pick. I thought even if he were to get eliminated in the second round, you know you're getting at least two games. Yeah. I don't think Patrick Mahomes is going to get eliminated in the second round, but there is a possibility you only get one game out of him, right? Exactly. So I, I totally would prefer you. Burrow or Allen in this situation. And we both picked Allen. I think we like the rushing upside, especially versus Miami, because yes. they really allow a lot of rushing yards to quarterbacks. So we're well, good yeah. there. Yeah. And then now, plus, I mean, even too, with their, their Buffalo's defense hasn't been great. So if there's a somehow there's a chance the Dolphins do score, maybe he is in this game. I mean, it, it has been heavy Allen the last few weeks. I I think this is probably the easiest pick we're going to have. So because we've chosen Allen, we no longer have access to Stefan Diggs, Devin Singletary, Dawson Knox. Okay. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that kind of makes it easy. The only other person I'd really feel like I wanted badly would be Stefan Diggs. I it had, yeah, I had Diggs you know? on one of my potential, you know, add-ins on the side and, because he, I think he could have a monster uh, stretch too. Well, I think in our NFC team, maybe we'll consider it because remember we get to, as players get eliminated, we can add players back. So we can consider like Joe Burrow and Stefan Diggs. And mm-hmm. then if one of them gets eliminated, slow me back in. So I like it. Um, for your other quarter, for my other quarterback here, I slotted in Jalen hurts. Now um, I decided not to go both sides of the AFC bracket and hope that we would get quarterbacks all the way to the end. That was my thought. My other thought was go the other, you know, get an AFC bracket. But I think there's three quarterbacks in play here. So it's still too risky for me. So that's why I went Hurts, even though I actually don't feel great about Hurts. I am willing to discuss other options. Um, I put two names down there and I already, you know, gave away my take on this. Um, It is uh, Jalen Hurts is one of them. The other one is my Super Bowl uh, winner pick, which is Joe Burrow. Part of me is like, I want to have Burrow in there because I do think there's a chance they win the Super Bowl. And I think Joe's going to have an awesome offseason, uh, sorry, postseason. And I think that Jalen Hurts is, when healthy, obviously the most dynamic quarterback on the NFC side. But again, when your head coach is saying after a week 18 game, yeah, he's not healthy, it is a little bit of a cause for concern. There are some other options on the Eagles team I thought could be good. A.J. Brown, then obviously if, if you know, if Hurts is healthy, A.J. Brown's status uh, goes down, Goddard. But um, I think Jalen Hurts is uh, definitely in play here. And I, I'm not opposed to using him over an AFC quarterback, not, you know, Mahomes or. No, or I'm not opposed to using Joe Burrow for all the reasons yeah. that you just said. So who I have in right now from the Bengals is T Higgins. Okay. Okay. But again, that could easily be um, AJ Brown, yeah. right? Or yeah. our tight end could be Dallas Goddard, which I think would be a great idea too. Mm-hmm. That's why how you can see like, this is really tricky if you only get one shot at it. Now, the, the the position I want to move to next, believe it or not, is tight end. Okay. Because I feel like tight end is the way that you differentiate yourself. And so the reason for me that Patrick Mahomes is off the board is because I really want Travis Kelsey here. I Kelsey was the I think I wrote down. I won't give the other name away, but the the, th- the first three names I wrote down, uh, one being Allen, the, the next one being Kelsey and the third one's a running back. But I think Kelsey is uh, a lock has to be. I mean, he's he's been the guy. He's been so consistent. I have no, no reason to expect that he won't score a touchdown every game the Chiefs play. 
Great. So we're locking that. Now I'm going to go along with your thought because I think I can read your mind. I know what's happening now. I think your next lock is Christian McCaffrey. That's it. Yeah. Sam said. And I know why, because I had the same thought process. I do think that the Niners have the chance to go the furthest over the Hurts, over Hurts and the Eagles. And McCaffrey is going to be the reason why not. I like Brock Purdy. I think he'd be a great game manager, but I think Christian McCaffrey might like destroy fantasy postseason scoring. Yep. Uh, I'm, I mean, he's been awesome with the 49ers. And then if you follow those like models of teams that have played the most games, I think the two highest ones are the the Niners are number one. The Eagles are number two, just because the path to get there. So if if the analysts are projecting the 49ers playing the most amount of games, that means more points. And uh, I think that obviously, you know, CMC is a lock to be the, the best running back in this. So I think he was an easy one. Okay. I am um, changing my thing here to take out Hertz and Higgins so that we have those options later. We're going to continue to discuss. Okay. Is there anybody else that you definitely want before we. So this is, I want to see your take on this. Now uh, we talked earlier in the pod about how bad these, some of these wildcard games could be. Uh, we talked about this, the Bengals Ravens game. If Anthony Brown is quarterback of the Ravens, I don't really like anyone, but right. I definitely don't like the receivers, the running back, you know, the, the carousel there. I'm, I'm unsure about the only guy who, you know, at least through part of the season, you could trust was Mark Andrews, but I don't know that, you know, as the rep, the Ravens representative. So when I was in the process of elimination, it's like, not like I'm in love with Mark Andrews. I think there's definitely better tight ends that will perform, but he's a guy that's name stuck out there just because without Lamar and even Huntley to an extent, like they're not scoring points. So, and I, I don't think they're, gonna be run, they're not going to be running the ball when, when the Bengals are up, you know, four touchdowns. That's my thought process. I also have Mark Andrews penciled in as okay. my other tight end because okay. the way that I had the, all the same thought processes, like who do I want? Who do I think is going further? Where do I think I'll get the most value? I don't think tight end is a position I'm going to get a ton of value from. So unless sure. I really think I need Dallas Goddard, which I don't, because I think I'd rather have Jalen Hurts or AJ Brown since Agreed. I have Travis Kelsey. I think Andrews is the right piece for the way we started our build. Yeah, that. And then the other option was because he's the best kicker all the time is Justin Tucker. So it depends that, on. Yeah, exactly. So that is the really great one. And right now, uh, the problem, the only issue with that is the way I have the kicker slotted right now. There is not an acceptable tight end from that team to use. <laughs> and the kicker I have right now is Graham Gano. So Graham Gano is another great. I was thinking like last year, I believe we had like McPherson a lot. I mean, there's a lot of good. Mm-hmm. Kick, I mean, Butker obviously, um, they're they'll score a ton of points. I think that uh, that Graham Gano has been so accurate, and he he hit a couple fifty plus yarders in recent right. games. Like, there's no reason to. to and they're, they're playing in a dome, and you're going to get at least <laughs> one, like one game of him. I'm projecting two games from him. Um, whereas if you went with Tucker, you're only going to get one game. Um, so yeah, I I'm, I'm fine with, with, with Gano. Now that does mean we cannot use Saquon. He was a guy that I had in like the question mark flex spot, because again, I think I, I just don't see a scenario where the giants win without Saquon being a factor. So we'll bear that in mind. All right. Um, I decided to, from the Vikings, the player I wanted was Justin Jefferson. I think, I think it has to be, I think everybody's going to have that player. So that's a lock Um, from the Dallas Cowboys. Which player did you want? So uh, this one's, I think to me, CD lamb is the leader, but I could hear a conversation for Dalton Schultz. And, you know, this is, that's when it goes back to the whole thing with, um, 
with with Jalen Hurts is like that. You know, if if he really is injured and sinks it up and they lose again, your best quarterback in the in the NFC bracket becomes Dak, and then you're going to have you know you're going to have a quarterback on the on that one side of the bracket that you don't have to worry about competition with the other ones like in the AFC side. I would say Lamb, Schultz, the running backs again. Like I, I never know which one's going to have pick. the better the better game. Yeah, I have Lamb penciled in right now. Okay. Um. The other uh, wide receiver I have penciled in right now, because remember, we have to have a player from each team, is Tyreek Hill. Well, yeah. I mean, Tyreek Hill, may, I mean, Raheem Moser goes down the thumb injury. Again, it's one of those things with a running back in a wild card game where you're using your third string quarterback. You're not going to be running the ball a lot. You're not going to be dictating the, the 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 game script here. So I think that it has to be one of the receivers. I know Waddle's banged up. They're going to probably try to get the ball in their hands of their best player. And that the guy's name is Tyreek Hill. So I think Tyreek Hill it has to be the play. Now there are two running backs I have slated in here. Um, one of them I'm pretty firm about that I really want, mm-hmm. and it's actually Travis Etienne. Okay, and it's because we have to have someone from the Jaguars. Yeah, and his matchup with the Chargers this week is really, really good. And I'd rather have him than Christian Kirk if I only get one game. I, That's yeah, what I'm I, thinking. I think there's too many good receivers um, to, right. to use Christian Kirk That's, or something. Yeah, and I, I wouldn't feel great about that. I think ETN is great. The only other option I thought of for the Jaguars, because obviously, you know, no offense to Trevor Lawrence, not going to use him in the loaded AFC. Um, Evan Ingram. It's probably Evan Ingram, yeah. Yeah, I like Evan Ingram too. So let's keep that as an idea. Now, the final running back I have penciled in right now is Austin Eckler. I, now, I, I have Eckler as well. We could change him. Keenan to be Keenan Allen yeah. and then put Saquon in here. The Keenan out the Mike Williams injury does change things for, I think from the Chargers. Um part of me also thinks that I mean Eckler will still be involved in, in the game and this if this happens, but I, I do see a high scoring game and this Chargers Jaguar. I feel like it's gonna be more on the shootout side, like a upper 30s to mid 30s score. Um, and it's especially with no with no Mike Williams, I think that Justin Herbert's gonna target Keenan Allen. Like you said, that's why I love that prop you gave out. Um, I this one, this one may change. I, I did have Eckler as well, but I think Keenan Allen looks pretty attractive right now. I'm gonna take Eckler out of my lineup. I think we only have three or four like question mark spots. I'm gonna take the kicker out. Okay. okay. So we'll replace all of those. All right. Now, right now for the for the flex, I have um Remember, we have to have someone from each team. I have Tyler Lockett. Okay, so I I put on one of my wide receiver like I I put uh, Seattle wide receiver. So basically, you know, Lockett or DK, whichever one. I know we need that. Um, I know that they took Kenneth Walker off the injured list, um, but you, you're probably more likely to get more points from receiver, especially and again, the problem any game is with the 49ers are going to be leading. Yeah, the Niners allowed 25 total rushing yards to Rashad Penny and Walker yeah. in the early game this season. And they allowed 45 to Walker just a few weeks ago. So like, I don't want Walker in this situation. Plus he's coming off the injury list. Like sure. to me, Walker's a no is not startable. So that leaves only Tyler Lockett for me because specifically, I think he's only going to play one game and he's had the most success versus the Niners. Mm-hmm. I am with that again, you, like with the watch game script here and for anyone building and, a team, they're going to be they're going to have to take big shots to keep yep. up with San Francisco. And that 100%. means Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Yep. So, so that's Lockett. So that's who I have right now. So now we have, so we're going to use Tyler Lockett because he's the only one we can use from Seattle, right? Sure. Okay, so now we have a quarterback, a running back, a flex, and a kicker. Sp- oh, we didn't talk DST. 
Well, there's one team we didn't bring up, um, and it's the team going against your Cowboys. So I feel like that's that's, right. that's the option. Left. That's who I have penciled in. It, I mean, I I looked at it over. I was like, do I want to trust the running back? Probably not. Do I want to like? Do I? I think using Brady would probably be stupid. Um, and Mike Evans, but then I, I the wide receiver is just too steep. Like it's just too stacked right now. There's just too many good wide receivers. Um, and even even in the game they're playing, like I'd rather use CD Lamb. And then there's a bunch of. So I think what was left was their was their defense. All right. That's what I have too. So now we have four spots that we're going to figure out right now. We've got quarterback, running back, flex, and kicker. Teams we can use. Giants, um, Cowboys, um, Giants, Cowboys, Bengals, and Chargers. Okay. How you leaning? So to go by team to make it easy, I still feel like Chargers are between... Eckler and Allen um, right now, especially with the injury status of Michael as I am leaning Allen giants. I feel like the only, only options are Saquon and Graham Gano. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what's oh, it's the, Eagles. What's... I'm sorry. I did this wrong. And Bengals and Eagle Eagles. That's what we have left. And then Eagles would be, I still think hurts. If you're going to play someone, it's going to be hurt just because you said you're going to get more games out of him. He's quarterback, get the rush yards. Um, you know, they, they may, he, he torched the giants early in the year. So if they do get the giants in that, uh, divisional round matchup, he'll farewell. Um, or it could, you know, if it is the Vikings too, I still, I still like him. I just wish he was uh, not injured. Yeah. I, I think, I, yeah, I still probably leaning hurts there, but I, I, AJ Brown and Goddard make good cases. And then you said the last one was uh, the Cowboys. We still have two. No, we. Sorry, I was wrong about the Cowboys. Oh, it's the Bengals. Bengals and the Eagles. Well, Bengals. So the names I wrote, yeah, I wrote down. I, you wrote down Higgins. I had, I had Chase. Okay, um, I also, I'm fine with that. I also thought that depending on how we felt about running backs uh, and I knew because quarterback was so stacked, I thought, you know, Mixon's a possibility, but I definitely mm-hmm. like the receiver option more than running back. And then, you know, again, Joe Burrow, I just feel um, like I'm, I'm guilty of not following my Super Bowl prediction and, and using Burrow. But again, with the three awesome. Well, if you use one of his receivers, you're still kind of using Burrow because they can go off without Burrow going off. Okay. Like points so- wise. <clears throat> So then if we're going to go, if we're ranking the running backs of the teams that are left, obviously Eagles probably not a factor, but between Saquon, Eckler, and Mixon, how would you rank the three? If you're, and I feel the most confident. I mean, I think Mixon will play the longest. Yes. But I feel like if Saquon gets, at least gets two games, he's going to be pretty good. That's right. Yeah. And the same for Eckler, because Eckler if he gets be two games, because yeah. he's the PPR monster too. I mean, I don't think he's going to put up a lot of ground yards, but he gets a lot of goal line carries and he gets a lot of catches. Okay. So Mixon has the length, the length to keep him in, but the other ones may have, uh, yeah. So do we, should we slot in um, Jalen Hurts at quarterback? I, I would. I think it's just a safe play okay. because you're going to get AFC quarterback, NFC quarterback. That'll clear it up a little bit for us. Okay. Um, now we have running back flex and kicker and we have giants, Bengals and chargers. I mean, I just feel like we can't, uh, if we have to use good, no, I mean, I feel like we, I mean, we could go McPherson. We could but just use like their wait, kicker. Then we're wasting the Bengals, And I feel like if the Waste. giants only option is Saquon, you could, you could plug in Eckler, maybe just use good. as the kicker. And then just hope mm-hmm. it's a Dalen Jones game. I mean, the Vikings pass to you is not good. 
and the Vikings are probably trying to hone in to stop Saquon. You can make that argument. Mm-hmm. Um, although I, I, again, I still can't see the Giants winning without Saquon being a factor. But uh, I think just in terms of the process of elimination, if you're going to get similar points from Eckler, and uh, yeah, I think so. I would. So I guess what it's Gano, Eckler, and then use a, a Bengals receiver. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the smartest. I think it probably is. Um, we can change this. We have time. But I like I actually cool kind of like Gano. I know that sounds weird, but yeah. I just kind of like him. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm. I'm I hate fine not with using that. Saquon though, but we can use him in our other lineup maybe. Okay, so then we're gonna. So then our last one is gonna be Higgins or Chase. I just I did honestly I didn't even think uh, Higgins. I'm fine with either one. I'm I'm fine with whoever. I think a Bengals receiver makes a lot of sense here. Do you want to go Chase? Let's I'm go Chase. With, I'm fine with Chase. Let's, do Let's Chase, go Chase. Then. Let's go chase. All right. So this is what we have right now. Um, this is our team. If you hear anything and you're like, and want to pivot, we got Josh Allen and Jalen hurts. I'm so we got both that. sides of the bracket there potentially. Yeah. We went with two and those are two of the three quarterbacks I listed. So I'm fine with that. Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, Travis Etienne. Yeah. I listed uh CMC and I listed uh, Eckler and Etienne. Obviously now it makes a lot of sense due to the injuries and stuff. And I, I think that, that's smart. I mean, the other way we could go is we could put like Jeff Wilson Jr. in here. And um, no. Okay. Tyreek Hill, uh, Jamar Chase, Tyler Lockett, Mark Andrews, Travis Kelsey, CD Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Graham Gano, Tampa Bay Jet defense. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm trying to do in my head of like, if we used Evan Ingram at tight end, right, and then you could slot Saquon at running back, and okay. then use, and then you would have to use Justin Tucker. That's an odd. That's a possibility. But Justin I don't know if Tucker at kicker is a great call. Let's let's try it. Let's drop Gano for a second. Let's put Tucker in here. Let's work backwards. Mm-hmm. Kicker. Um, let's go Tucker. I'm sure this is so riveting for everyone. Does, does any, to. but will, everyone's learning. This is, how, this is how you build your roster. <laughs> and we're lucky that we're pretty similar anyway. Um, does, but does it, do we factor in that we want to be different from other teams? Like maybe everyone's going to hone I, in on Tucker or does that not matter as much? Um, that's a good question. I think everyone's going to go Andrews or Tucker. I, I don't think, think so. there's any yeah. debate about that. Good point. Um, so w- that leaves us a tight end slot, right? And then, so I'm putting uh, Tucker into kicker. And then, so we got Tucker in there. Now we have an open tight end. So if we were to change ETN for Engram, we can get Saquon. Want to do it? I'm I'm fine. I mean, I I think. Hmm. hmm. I'm fine with it. I like that. I'm just trying to think about the number of games because you really got to hope that. Like, you know, the Giants win and then you get. I mean, we know Tucker's not going to go past this game. Right. So it is smarter to burn the kicker spot um, and then burn. Mm -hmm. I think it might be. As opposed to burning if we left uh, 
Andrews at tight end. At least we get, may potentially get a second game out of the Jaguars, which is possible, even though we're mm-hmm. both signed with the Chargers. I, I we absolutely could get a second game out of it. Maybe that's the only reason why we get positional value. We get more out of it. That's the only thing I could think of. Because I'm with you, too. I think Gano is money. I mean, the Giants are a big field goal kicking team, and Gano is good mm-hmm. from the distance. So, I mean, it, it's... Uh, it's a tough one, but I, I think, yeah, that, that's the only reason why I would say not, not being a homer just for the, the positional value of the kicker versus the tight end, but we could always okay. switch. I'm, I'm fine. We're going to put those Ingram options. back into here. So sorry, Mark Andrews, you're out. Uh, and the only thing is I do think that Travis Etienne's going to have one big game. Um, yeah, I'm fine. I like Etienne a lot. But Saquon Barkley probably can too. Yeah, right? I think I so. Mean, okay. So this is what we've got. Josh Allen, Jalen Hurts, Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, Justin Jefferson, CeeDee Lamb, Jamar Chase, Travis Kelsey, Evan Ingram, Tyree Kill, Tyler Lockett, and Justin Tucker. Yeah, I feel pretty good about that. Let's do it. Rock and roll, team waiver wired. Okay, everybody, we'll be right back after this quick break. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, let's jump over real quick to our NFC team. All right, NFC team, these rules are a little bit different. Um, if we pick a quarterback that has a first week buy, so if we pick Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes, we still get double points for them next week. Okay. So we don't suffer. Um, once a player is eliminated, we can replace that player. We it's just that the counter starts over. They don't get double points. So gotcha. we do want to try to pick as many players because there's an exponential advantage each week they stay. Also, we only have, I believe, 12 spots here. Wait, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. Yeah, we have 12 spots here and there's 14 playoff teams, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't have to use someone from every team. Okay. We don't have to use a Dolphin. We don't have to use a Raven, right? We, okay. There are two teams that we can just not use. Um, but right now we can't double up teams. So we do have to do a single entry. So we can change this again a lot. But let's try it. How should we start with quarterback? We get two. I think quarterback, again, it's going to be the the same couple guys talked about. It's either the same ones but as we used before, the Hurts, Allen, if you want to toss in Burrow and Mahomes, I think it's between those four. Yeah. Um, do you want to have a lineup with Burrow? 
should we just because it's our, our Super Bowl pick, should we throw him in one? I'm fine with swapping him out for, you know, for Josh Allen or for Hertz, if we, depending on uh, if we want to go ride the AFC. I mean, I'm, I'm fine with that. What did we do last year? We had Josh Allen and he got eliminated, we, right? We definitely had Josh Allen last and year. And we yeah. still finished third. Mm-hmm. So it's okay. But one of them is going to be eliminated next week. Yeah, probably. no, that's the, that's, that's the thing. The, it's kind of an early elimination. So um, let's work backwards. Do we want to make sure we have Travis? Oh, wait. You also don't have to have a tight end. That's the other thing. Hmm. It's wide receiver, tight end. Right? We have to okay. have four of those. So we don't okay. have to have... We might want to use Travis Kelsey because he is the number one receiver for Patrick Mahomes. Sure. We don't have to worry about the tight end position. Okay. So it's like a semi-flex. Mm-hmm. That's, that's pretty good. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of options here. A lot. Um, all right. For the, for the teams that what do we want to make this easier too by ruling out a team that we have no interest in using any players from? Like which of these wild card teams do we think are gonna give us the least? I mean, maybe we could um I don't know because when we start talking about kicker, like I don't think that Baltimore's gonna give us anything, but as you said, just for the kicker position, sure. it might be fine to start with him and replace him. Right. I don't right, know that right. a multiplier is gonna matter that much at the kicker position. It's also true. Um, so I might just, you know, slot in Tucker, like you said, or Gano. Yeah, because I think that they both are good, but that would eliminate us from being able to use Saquon. Yeah. So, um, yeah, this one takes a little bit more concentration. Let's see. Uh, maybe we should have a Joe Burrow team, right? I'm cool. With, I'm cool with Burrow. And then if you want to use a different um, set, like, yeah, the other quarterback could be Hertz or whoever. Yeah, I'm fine with that. We can keep them both from the same side of the AFC if you want. It's a different way to play. Or we could just go crazy and go Dak. I was also thinking Dak. Yeah, I was thinking Dak too, just because I could see him having a big one. I've, I've been talking about the Cowboys. I could see that happening. And again, like that's when the, the shoulder injury to Hurts comes into play. Um, I, I'd ride with Dak. Let's pencil it in. This is a little riskier, but you know what? We I bought us three injuries, so we can always go make another one later. That's all. This can, I mean, be, our yeah. risky, this can be our risky one. Okay, running back. Who do we want here for sure? Uh, I mean, I, do we? Is it safe to make a lineup without CMC, or does it just make sense to put him in every lineup? I think we should put him in every lineup. That's how I feel. Unless you want to go to Kittle, but we don't have to have a tight end. Nah, I wouldn't. I would. I would probably side with CMC over Kittle. He's in. We got McCaffrey here. All right. Um, who else do we want at running back? What about if Jarek they- McKinnon? Since we don't have to have a tight end. Yeah, that's not bad. Or is that weird? I was also going to say, too, with Travis Etienne, just because we don't have the the only other option for them probably would be either Kirk or Ingram. We don't need a tight end. So I'm I'm, I'm not opposed to Etienne being a running back. We can do Etienne. We can do Eckler. We can do Saquon. We can do Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. What do you think? Because we have two more to fill. So back back of the Chargers, at least the Chargers give you the other option of using Keenan Allen. The Giants are pretty much just running back or kicker. Although we have, um, we don't have Eckler in the other league, right? We want Keenan Allen. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, we did. Okay. Maybe we put him in this one. I'm I'm cool with Eckler. So that Eckler we have was, exposure. He was a guy we both had penciled in on the last thing. So I'm fine with that. Okay. McCaffrey, Eckler. This is a very different lineup. Mm-hmm. Very different. Okay. And then our last running back, let's not do Saquon since we did him in the other one. Sure. Let's go either. Let's go ETN. I, I I'm what cool with that. Yeah. Is yeah. That okay. Yeah. You wanted okay. ET in the last one. I'm go. I'm cool with him. All right. ET in here. All right. Now we've got 
we got three wide receiver tight end flex and one flex left. Okay. So let's so, just go best of the best. Well, best of the best. I mean, if we use Burrow, so no Bengals, that means there's Justin Jefferson, there's CeeDee Lamb, there's Mike Evans. There's Can't you see Lamb because we've got Dak. Oh, right. We went Dak. Sorry, I forgot about that. So we went Dak, AJ Brown, if we didn't use Hurts. We can use AJ Brown. Um, you want to use Brown? I'm, I like Brown. Let's go Brown. We can use um, Kelsey. Or we oh, can yeah. use Juju. Let's go Kelsey. I think he's yeah, better Travis than Kelsey. Juju. Yeah, yeah. We can go Kelsey. We got um, two more wide receiver tight ends. Um, who's left? Oh, we can use Stefan Diggs. Oh yeah, yeah. We didn't use Josh Allen, so we have Diggs available now. Great. Yeah, Diggs. All right, I like it. All right, we need one more wide receiver. Uh, who are we missing? We we not use. Uh, I guess the Vikings. Do we we plug in Jefferson or no? We can plug in Jefferson because he's going to have a I'm, massive game or unless I'm, you want to do like a Mike Evans or something. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the teams that, cause like the, like you said, there's a team that we don't have to include uh, Mike Tyree Evans, Hill. Tyreek Hill also dolphins uh, out of those. And we can get two. We have two more. So we could go like Jefferson and Hill or uh, we could go. I, Jefferson I, and Waddle. Um, they could get it, Mike Evans. This is where we care. Do we care about the like the chance of the multiplier? The multiplier. Because at well, least in the I first mean, week, like you can only get so much multiplier, right? Because you can yeah. only pick one from each team. So, like your only error is if you pick the don't pick from the two teams that don't advance. Like if you, you know what I mean. But mm -hmm. we're pretty sure the Ravens aren't advancing, and we're pretty sure the Dolphins aren't. Uh, that's the one. Dolphin. I don't. I, as much as I want to say Hill, I just don't trust the Dolphins winning. Whereas there, there could be a scenario where the Bucks may win. Is a scenario obviously where the Vikings win. So I feel a little bit better about those guys. So let's get Jefferson in there for sure. Okay. So that leaves us with one flex spot, a kicker and a defense. All right. So then if we used, I mean, we're going back to the well while using Tucker at kicker, Bucks at defense, or we don't have to use all those to, and there's a flex spot left too, man. Seahawks. Oh, right. The Seahawks as well. Here we go um, Walker. Mm -hmm. Or you want to go or the rushing? I don't think. Yeah. I mean, probably with another Seattle receiver makes sense. I think Tampa Bay is probably the right choice. Unless you want to do the giants for defense. Um, mm. Because Tampa Bay, I hate to say it about Dak, but like he's been, you know, they have opportunities even if they don't win to get points. Sure. I'm fine with Tampa defense. Um, so let's put Tampa defense. And um, that leaves a flex and a kicker. And the kickers we can choose from are Justin Tucker, the Seattle Seahawks kicker, uh, Graham Gano, or Dolphins kicker. I, I like Gano and... I like Gano and Tucker, Jason, uh, Sanders. Um, but I just feel like uh, Gano is kicking in a dome. And I just, how many field goal attempts are the Ravens going to make, especially when they're down a lot? They're going to have to be throwing the ball to, you know, convert. And they're going to try to be going for touchdowns, not for field goals. Now, so, now, if we choose Justin Tucker, then we can put Saquon as our flex. If hmm. we choose Gano, then we're probably going to back to like Tyreek Hill as our flex. Okay, so we go Tucker, at least even if we flex Saquon, there is the chance of the multiplier, which would be good. Right. I okay. think that's probably the way to go. I think so, too. 
Um, let's go back to our flex options one more time and see who we could, who we have the opportunity to take. Here's all our flex opportunities. Tyreek Hill, Saquon Barkley. I think those are the two top. Jalen Waddle, Tyler Lockett, mm-hmm. Ken Walker, DK Metcalf. And pretty much, I don't think there's anybody else who would want we could go. Uh, right. So it seems like the Giants have the best chance of advancing over those other squads. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't see a scenario where the Seattle wins. I don't see a scenario where the Dolphins win. So that, that that may make sense to reuse uh, Saquon. Here we go. Saquon it is. So this is um, the uh, now if you want to, here's another option. We can move Saquon, do the same thing we did before. Move Saquon into running back, take Eckler out and put Keenan Allen in. Nah, because we I'm already okay did with that. Switching. Yeah, I'm okay with switching it up. I, I liked, you know, we both jotted down before we matched uh, rosters. We both had Eckler down. Uh, I think Eckler could have a, a really good game, and he's he does it all. So I'm okay with that. So this is a crazy roster. We're starting with Burrow and Prescott. We've got a Dallas Bengals Super Bowl right now. Mm-hmm. Um, no, remember with this one, it's not the end of the line. So if if Dallas gets eliminated right away, it's okay. Mm-hmm. We'll just replace him with Jalen Hurts, right? We'll just only get single points for Jalen Hurts, but that's okay. Or Brock Purdy or whatever. Sure. Um, assuming, except we can't. Be, yeah, because you can start adding two from a team next week, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll have options. So that's where we're going to start, everybody. You see, we built two similar but different teams uh, for two different types of playoffs. And we might even put together a third. I, like I said, I bought a three pack over here. So if you wanted to put together right. another one, that's a little more conservative. Um, Cause I feel like this one's a little gutsy, but I like gutsy. I, I still see, you know, getting the, the point, the multiplier from Dak. I still think Dak will have a good game. And I, and obviously Burrow is a team. I picked the Bengals. You picked the Bengals. Reach Super Bowl. I think that they're going to have, he's going to have a great game. I think if there's a, you know, uh, it, it it feels good to not go as chalky because it, it doesn't always work out that way. It's not always the ones versus the ones, the ones versus the twos or, you know, whatever. So I, I think there will be a team that will shock us. Um, again, I know it's a home playoff game for the, the for the, the Buccaneers, but I do like the Cowboys a lot in this one. So I'm cool with changing up from our uh, extra points league lineup and uh, maybe we'll work some magic. All right. Fingers crossed. There's still time. You guys can get in the lineup in as well at NFC. And uh, probably lots of other places. If you haven't played fantasy postseason, do it. Um, as far as uh, player props, I have a few posted over on SI.com. If you want to look them up, if you want to play some player props, you can find plenty of them on the menu at Caesar Sportsbook. Eddie and I are picking the Giants for an upset this week. I hope they do, Eddie, for our fantasy season teams mostly. I- I do feel good about it. I have to stop talking uh, the pods this week, expecting them to advance. Uh, look, it's a playoff game. It's going to be tough. Um, I, you know, I, I, I really hope they win. Anything they do is gravy. Obviously, a four-one year last year. So uh, with Dable and company, it turned this around. I can't complain at all. It's been a great ride. But <clears throat> hopefully, you know, for a great weekend of football. And more importantly, I hope that, well, no one from Extra Points listens to this podcast until after lineups are set. And I hope we wish That's us the That's the other thing. We're at such a disadvantage, right? Because yeah. they can all just take our strategy and I like know. try to beat us. But whatever, it's fine. Um, I will say I've built like five postseason rosters now. and I don't have Patrick Mahomes in a single one. So I, that's probably a mistake. <laughs> I should probably fix that. Like but. I said, there's going to be one team that we expect to win that will, you know, screw up and not win. Maybe it's the Chiefs. Who knows? So it I might I like, be. I like, well, I have Kelsey and all of those, so it's not like I don't have exposure to the Chiefs. But I probably should make one more lineup that has a Patrick Mahomes share. Yeah. It's so hard not to just put all the AFC quarterbacks. The NFC so dicey, but 
anyway. they are. But I, I, I could put my head to the pillow tonight, feeling confident that our lineups again were very, very similar, and I don't feel like oh, we should have done this. Like we pretty much thought the same, and I'm cool with riding with it. And I, I, I do think we're going to come out on top. We're going to do it, Eddie. Uh, we're going to dominate like we always do. Guys, thanks for hanging with us. We'll let you know how our fantasy postseason is going. And next week, we're going to start about, talk about um, implications for next year already. Mm-hmm. Um, bets for the playoffs, player props for the playoffs, uh, everything that you can do to stay involved with us and with the NFL. Be sure to follow us at, on Twitter at Extra Points Pod and also play with us, extrapoints.com slash arcade, where you can have a chance to uh, show us that you know more than we do. We love it when you do. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Later, guys. 